seen was so thick. Low rise, 77 severe. Oh, yeah. Episode 80 of the Struggle Play Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Doug. Happy holidays. Yeah. It's beginning to look a lot like wood. Follow my every step. Take notes on how I crap. I was about to go in depth. This is the way I creep my season. Here's my get to rep. I kept to say the least. No, no, it can't cease. So I begin to piece my two I'm your one and only host, Doug. You can follow me on all of your social media platforms Instagram and Twitter at NorthsideDoug. You can follow the Struggle Plate Podcast on Instagram, Struggle underscore Plate, Twitter at the Struggle Play Podcast. I made it through another year, can't ask for nothing much more. It's outcast for the books I thought you knew, so now you know. Let's go. You know I do some things more different than I used to Cause I'm a player Doing what the players do The pack is always closed Okay, my day is ruined This is ridiculous I'm getting serious I'm getting curious Cause the house is smelling Sank the shit Let's hold vicious I make no wishes Cause I'm hot and folk niggas in the back Getting tipsy off the noggin Higher sell of the contact smoke The evidence won't got in my backseat This episode we're going to review and recap Some of the best music moments Throughout the year so I decided to bring in two guests. One, you already heard. Another one, we did an episode, but the shit got lost like the chronic. We don't know where the fuck it's at. All right? That's how it goes, man. So the first guest that I'm going to introduce to y'all, I can't lie, man. She, um, since I followed her on Twitter, it's nonstop Chloe and Halle updates, all right? Like, Chloe and Halle are 22 and 20 years old now. They've won Young Black Women's Award, Black Women Award, Billboard Award, Duo Black Women Award, just all the awards, but she put me on and now I'm become a fan. And um, no, she's not a part of B2K, right? Apparently, she's just Jay Boogie, but we just call her Jay Boog. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Jay Boog. What up, what up? Yo, yo, yo. Look at her, look at her, look at her. Yeah, she got the margarita. Look, I just want to say um, I was J-Bug before B2K was thought of, so I just want to put that out there. Ooh, no, one, no one thinks that. Ooh, so, just saying. Ooh, Even though he was my favorite, he was my favorite B2K person. I liked him. I thought he was cute. Mm, but I, I was J-Bug first. That's ooh, tell him, tell him, tell him. Always duplicated. All right, we can't be replicated. Shit's too original, man. And I decided to bring in a second guest as Jay Book sips the margarita. <laughs> this brother, I realized that we have a 
mutual love and respect for hip-hop. And when we recorded our episode, we was going. Like, I forgot we were even breaking down a song at one point. And I was like, I gotta have them back eventually, especially after the episode got lost, because every podcaster knows. You have those moments where either you're recording and the mic ain't even fucking on, all right? Or you just end up losing shit. And that's what happened, but I brought them back. This man, South Kakalaki, ATL, Charlie, Kyle, what's happening? Here, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's cracking, man? Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't complain. I can't complain. I can't complain. I can't complain. You know, I could, but nobody wants to hear it. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? If you really that mad, y'all, if you really, especially to all the single folks, if you really that mad, literally, ladies, you can use your two fingers. Fellas, you can use one hand. All right? It's that simple. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was a, that was a bit. That was a bit much. <laughs> I admit that. I admit that was a bit much. But <laughs> as we all know, when I have guests, I do icebreaker questions. So y'all know the questions I'm about to ask y'all. But I always throw in some little extra ones in there to throw y'all off. And so I want to ask the anxious one. I mean, Jay Boog. <laughs> I want to ask you first, you're a podcaster, right? Oh, you know what? Before we even do that, Jay, please tell me about your podcast and your show before we even get into the shenanigans. Okay. Jay's Quick Three is the name of the podcast. Um, as he says, I'm Jay, Jay Boog, Jay Boogie, whatever you, you would like to call me, um, the host of the show. And Pretty simply, I pick three topics. I count them down three, two, one, and I discuss them. So it can be anything. Um, I love music and entertainment, but that's not all I talk about. I can talk about news events. I can talk about personal stories. Um, usually it's just stuff that I might see as I'm scrolling through social media or see something on TV and it's something I would probably talk to my friends about. But I decided to get on the mic and just let the world in on my randomness and that's that's what it is 100 percent, 100 percent, and i can't lie i y'all she said she was on break but guess what she ain't on fucking break on this goddamn podcast you better fucking believe it you better fucking believe it who but me who but me right i came off my break special for you see that just and so I, you know and i love you for that now kyle please i know you I started listening to more of your stuff, man. And, you know, you out here. Tell, tell them about the stuff that you went to, that you're doing right now. Oh, man. Um, the podcast called The 12 Kyle Podcast. Been at it for five years now. And um, what I do is really just talk about whatever. Um, whatever I feel like recording, whatever I feel like talking about is normally going to be um, any number of topics from music to uh dating relationships uh sex sports um childhood memories you know i'm a product of the 80s and the 90s so mm. i'm a little bit more seasoned i only i don't use the word older i'm a little bit more seasoned than my brother doug here so um 
you know, so I, I go back in the day and, you know, kind of talk about some stories sometimes about what life was like before the internet um, mm. for some of the young Thundercats. Mm. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's uh, the 12 Kyle podcast comes out every Thursday at midnight. So, um, so on all DSPs, so check it out. Yo, that's gonna be crazy. Like when I get old, I'm like, get, gather around, gather around. Let me let me tell y'all about <laughs> let me tell y'all about this shit called MySpace, right? <laughs> let me tell y'all about this top eight. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me tell you about the flip phone. You know, let me let me tell you. Damn, that's crazy. Yes. So y'all, is th- was there an album or a song that you had to sneak around and listen to? Well, I mean, if people. I mean, I know your audience doesn't know me, but I grew up in the church in a very strict household. So there wasn't any kind of uh, what they call secular album I could listen to. So it really didn't matter what it was. I couldn't listen to it. Um, So my favorite group of all time is TLC. And that's who I would listen to. She didn't want me listening to that. Um, If we're talking about vulgar, maybe. I remember... um, I was a big Brat fan too. So listening to Functified or uh, the uh. Functified album, had they heard that, they would have lost it. Um, <laughs> I was, me and my little sister was rapping one time um, the uh, Regulators song in the car and you know it was a clear black night a clear white moon warmer g was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the e so i could get some phones rolling in my ride chilling all alone just hit the east side of the lbc and you know if you're a pk preacher's kid or whatever if you're in church you know that you learn how to um mute the curse words while you're you know, while you're doing yeah, just in case, yeah, if you say it out loud. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, me and my sister was really into it. We were like going back and forth. And then we ended up, I don't even remember the verse it was, but we ended up saying half the curse words. Ooh. My mom heard it and that was the end of that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's mine. Anything oh. that was, wasn't gospel was something I couldn't listen to. Oh God, oh God. I remember when I heard uh, the next episode uh, for the first time. And at the end of the song, where it's like, hey, 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 hey. So I was like, smoke weed every day. Hey. Smoke weed every day. And I said that shit in like in Catholic school. That she was like, what did you just say? Like, white lady just completely flippant. And she told my mom, I was like, you're not smoking weed every day. What are you talking about? You don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know what you're saying. Just stop. Just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, that I remember that. Oh God, chronic. All that shit is bad. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, man. Um, I go back a little further, uh, and I actually did a podcast about this. Um, there was a um, easy the Easy E album. Mm-hmm. I was in middle school, and uh, Easy does it. And there's an interlude where uh, this young lady talks. It's actually Michelle. Uh, the singer Michelle, she she's uh-huh. talking and she was like, she was saying something. He was a thug from around the way, easy. And he's like, he gets on. He's like, bitch, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, bitch, like that. And what happened was, I happened to be, I I got the, I didn't buy the tape, I because ladies and gentlemen, kids, we had cassette cassette tapes <laughs> back this time. Cassette uh, tapes. Cassette tapes. So I was listening to the tape, <laughs> and I, what the reason why I got in trouble was because I had some huge headphones. I mean, I didn't have like the small, the, the headphones are probably as big as Beats headphones are now. 
Um, so I had huge stereo headphones. Yeah, I was going to say the stereo headphones, right? Yeah, I had those joints. And my aunt, she happened to be walking right past just as easy started cussing. He was once a thug from around the way. Easy, but you should. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, Dre. What's up? Give me a funky ass bass line. And so she heard it. And so she was like, hey, hey. She was like, stop that. Stop that. And so I stopped it. And she was like, what is that you're listening to? And, I, and me, I'm being dumb. I didn't know that she heard what Easy said. I was like, oh, I'm listening to Easy E. And she was like, let me, let me, um, give me that tape. So she goes over, she hits the rewind button. Uh, kids at home, uh, there's such thing as called rewind button where you just kind of move the music back. <laughs> um, okay. So she hits the rewind button, plays it, and then Easy says it again. And she was like, look, you can't be listening to this. She was like, I'm, I'm going to play this for your mom when she gets home. And she's, she's going to be upset. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. Because the tape that I had, it wasn't even my tape. It was my boy's tape. So my mom gets home. She plays it. My mom's like, what is this trash? What is this filth? And I was like, it's easy E. And she's like, no, you can't listen to this. She was like, do not bring this filth in my house again. And this was like... I want to say this was 87, 86, 87, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm hip hop or rap at the time. Cause it wasn't hip hop. It was something that we were just like gravitating towards. So it was like, I mean, literally rap was like crack. And we had people telling us that it was going to go away. Mm-hmm. So just imagine waking up the next day thinking that, this music genre that you're just finding and, you know, loving every minute of it is about to go away. So you was going, you know, take it because, you know, they told us it was going to be like breakdance and disco. It was like, oh, yeah, it's going to come and go. It'll be gone in two years. So when she said, she said, she told me to throw away my tape. And again, I couldn't throw away the tape because it wasn't mine to throw away. So I walked over to the trash and I acted like I was putting it in the trash can, but I didn't. I put it back in my pocket. And I was like, so everything that I'm going to have to listen to from now on, I got to listen. I got to sneak and listen to I can't listen to it while anybody's around. And that moment made me want to listen even more. So, you know, words to the wise parents, <laughs> when you forbid your kids and doing something, that's only going to make them want to do it anymore. So, I mean, that's that that was really the point where I really became a rap head or hip hop head, honestly. Oh, man. That's that's fucking hilarious. And by the way, I always say this. I'm I'm the millennial that was a part of the last wave where we remembered the shit. I remember getting the floppy disk. Okay. I recorded as soon as I got into rapping hip hop, I literally recorded every single fabulous Jadakiss. Fat Joe song on my cassette tape off the radio, <laughs> off the okay, radio, okay. and brought it back and kept playing it over and over and over till the goddamn tape started spilling out. Okay, I'm 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 still cool, guys. I'm still cool. I'm just a part of the last of a dying breed because the minute they started coming out with the Walkman, and then when the Walkman turned into the, I don't even. It's not even a. It wasn't even an i yeah like the iPod. Then here we are today, guys. Okay, but I downloaded all of my files, my music illegally. Where my mom tried to scare me and said, 
I'm going to call the FBI on you and they're going to get you as, and I was like, you call the FBI on me? No, it's not even going to happen. I'm going to listen to my chameleon there, you know? So that's very funny that you say that on how they try to forbid you, you know, to do that kind of stuff. And you do the exact opposite. She told me, uh, I got to buy the clean CDs, you know, because she was like, because of um, Uncle Luke, you know, she's like, you heard about him, hey, Uncle Luke, you know, he doing all this nasty booty shaking music. You don't get the clean CDs now. Yeah, we gonna get the clean CDs. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? Chicken and, <laughs> chicken and beer. She knew I couldn't listen to that, even the clean version, but I still found a way to listen to chicken and beer. And Ludacris right. was like my favorite rapper as a kid growing up. He was literally my first favorite rapper of all time was Ludacris. Mm. Okay. Hands down. And it literally started when we were on the church bus driving from Chicago to New Orleans and me and my best friend, we was listening to Splash Waterfalls and the preacher was ah. like, what y'all listening to over there? And I was like, I ain't listening to nothing. I don't know what you, th- I don't even know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's, it's, it's clean, you know? And then when I found that Shauna was from Chicago, I was like, we know her. We didn't know her. You know, we was just some lying ass kids, right. man. I promise you. But I was a good one. Okay, guys. I have a desk job. I'm not hard. I'm not cool. I'm not gangster. Okay. I, I work with the whites and, um, I <laughs> I drink green juice. All right. I I eat oranges. I eat salad. You know, sometimes kale. The kale's a little expensive. You know, Whole Foods takes a lot of your paycheck. But you know, I'm, Doug is not hard, kids. Doug is just a fan of music. You know, and um, for sure, for sure. That's that's literally it, and that's why I brought these two because they're fans of music. And now we get to the part of the show where we talk about this year in music. And 2020 in music has been very weird. I'm not gonna lie, it's been pretty weird because we expected a lot of albums from some people and we didn't get those albums and they were some of those albums were pushed back and like we really didn't start really getting that influx of albums of music really towards the winter per se i'd say and um it was all right in my personal opinion i feel like r&b beat rap again <laughs> this year in music um i think what if we're just talking about everybody from chloe and hallie um her just dropping out singles after singles you know but it was a griselda year as as was predicted so kyle who was your favorite rapper 2020 ah that list is very short (laughs) um favorite rapper this year in 2020 is probably royce of five nine um black thoughts probably a close second but um Nickel Nickel had a he had a, an incredible album. Um, some of the Grammy features, nominated. yeah, Grammy nominated. For, you know, well, I mean, for what it's worth, for those who <laughs> for those who believe in the Grammys. Um, but uh, yeah, man, Royce, I thought had an incredible year. Put out an incredible album. 
Um, I like this run that he's on. I mean, he, I don't want to say run because he's really, he's really been doing it for a while, you know, but, um, yeah. So, uh, I, I, yeah, 2020, I definitely say Royce. Mm, what about you, Jay? Okay. So I'm not a, a rap person. I haven't been for a minute. Like I listen to rap, but I'm just not. Tone look. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mess with uh, you, Jay. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's cool. That's probably you know ninety. The '90s, early 2000s is you know when mm. I really was into rap. But um, if I had to pick a rapper, which is you know, like I said, I really don't listen to it, and it's weird. It has to be this person because she is kind of popular. Would be Meg The Stallion. Mm, okay. um, I didn't necessarily, um, I listened to her mixtape. I don't know if the mixtape came out this year or not, or last year, Sugar, and then mm-hmm. she had her new album come out. Mm-hmm. Haven't really listened to that um, as much. I listened to it like twice. Um, I like actually her, her EP better than this album, but she had some good singles, and that's, that I listened to that. Now, am I a fan? Not a not a huge fan, but if I had to pick a rapper, if I go through my Spotify, who you listen to most, right. it was Meg because of a couple of songs. But you, so, but you was doing the body challenge? You was nah, recording yourself? No, 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 no. That's not my ministry. Um, <laughs> 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 ministry. But <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, but no, I liked um I mean, obviously, Savage and the Savage remix kept playing over and over again. So that was something that I, I liked. But, yeah. So It's not a, I wouldn't say it's a legitimate, legitimate pick. So for those who are regular listeners to this podcast, they would know that I have been, I would say, pretty hard on Meg um, this year. Um, and I, I think I have some very valid points. Okay, hip hop, rap is where you tell and share your story. You were in a serious, fucked up situation. And yes, some people want to know, but that's what makes hip hop, hip hop, rap, rap, you know, when you start telling your stories. So if you go through a a traumatic summer, do I want to hear about you shaking your ass? Nah, fam. do, do, like, I, I'm not saying I do, I'm not going to listen to it and I'm not going to watch, you know what I'm saying? But can we get, like, you know, some kind of truth on why you keep picking, you know, these traumatic relationships and how's that affecting your mental health? Like, come on, mental health is not is no longer a stigma in the black community. That's all I got to say. But, you know, I can't really say, you know, that much, you know, because then I'm telling I'm not protecting black women and I'm telling them how to act, you know, but, you know, because I think she's super talented. I do. I do. She is talented. Her freestyles before she was like famous, famous. She's good. She's a good, she's a good rapper, but yeah. I mean, that's probably why I, uh, to be honest, I'm not like an underground rapper. Like I, I don't listen to a lot of underground. So the things that are prevalent don't really speak to me. (laughs) <laughs> as much you know they're not really talking about a whole lot that i want to hear you know uh, like rhapsody is really good but she didn't have anything come out you know this uh, year and stuff like that so um i'm more yeah. into like lyricists and like Boss, i have to kind of son. figure out what they're talking about makes me think while i'm listening to it. Miracle, miracle like. type shit yeah 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 yeah. So, yeah 
Yeah, I agree. Lyrical miracle. I'm not, man. That's what I got into um, recently because uh, it's always been like that for me. From after I stopped listening, no, after I stopped listening to Ludacris, then I started listening to a lot of Common as a kid because, um, you know, he's from he's from the shy. His mom's a principal. My mom worked for her, worked for her at her school and whatnot. So he was never common. He was always Rashid. Um, <laughs> he was always Rashid. And my favorite rapper of 2020 uh, is a man who I believe embodies every single thing that this podcast stands for. And that is Benny the Butcher. You know, um, nobody sounds hungrier than that man at this point. You know, this is a man who's been locked up, got out of jail in his mid 30s, and he's rapping like he's 22. It's absolutely crazy. And just that whole Griselda team, really. And yes, Benny's like the obvious pick, but you can't deny it's something where you just can't deny, you know, talent and you can't deny work ethic, you know, what he did with. That album with him and Hit Boy was amazing. You know, um, every single thing that Griselda dropped with Conway, um, who comes a very close second to me because I was a Conway fan first. I was a Conway fan first when Benny was locked up. And Conway's album was amazing. But I'm going with Benny. Burden of Proof, that album that he did with Hit Boy is amazing. Um, Nas's album. I want to put Nas in there, but you know, any true Nas fans knows that that wasn't even his best work. It was just like it's his album King's Disease was like his best work in a long time, you know. And the fact that it's now getting nominated for a Grammy still baffles the hell out of me, Kyle. I know me and you have talked about it uh before and um just how. The Grammys really ain't shit, and they're not the bar. They're not the, you know, the measuring stick, you know, of what greatness is. And but it's nice to see Nas get nominated, right? No, honestly, no, honestly, no. It, I mean, it, it because like I, I I go back to the old Flavor Flav line from oh. back in the day. Oh. Who gives a fuck about a goddamn Grammy? I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's almost it's it's like a charity case at this point. I mean, like, I could run down, and I'm I'm sure Jay, being the huge R&B fan that she is, yeah, we know about the Whitney's, we know about the Jay Z's, but and there can only be so many people nominated each year. But these weren't when I look at the categories as far as the people that were nominated. You know, props and salute to those who were nominated. I just it's just a glorified contest, like. You can't. I like. I could go through the list and find ten other albums that were, that were better. better. Or, yeah. Or and, and it's and again, I mean, just think about it. King's Disease from Nas, and I'm a huge Nas fan. Nas, Nas is, I think, one of the probably the second greatest lyricists of all time. Who's Illmatic was never. Huh? Who's the first? The God MC. Okay. All right. Rock him alive. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. Rock him. Rock him. Rock him alive. Go ahead, man. So, uh, but I mean, like, 
and I think Jay and I, Jay, I think we talked about this too. Like when you think about the people that get nominated each year, there aren't, you, you have a watch like the Grammys or some of these other award shows and you're like, well, how are they in this category? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's, it's like somebody just randomly picked, um, you know, these particular artists. And like Jay just mentioned Rhapsody. Rhapsody dropped an incredible album. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even nominated for a Grammy. And I think should have garnered some album of the year contention. It was. You know, wasn't nominated, but her previous album was. And her previous album, I don't think for as great as it was, I think that might've been an eight. This one was a nine. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what's the criteria? So I, I don't, again, I don't want to sound like I'm dumping on the Grammys, even though- Nah, nah, shit on them. <laughs> Go ahead. But, uh, but nah, I, it, it, I take it with a grain of salt. I'm happy for Nas, but King's Disease got nominated and Illmatic was never even considered for a Grammy. Never. So that, that goes to, you know, that, that says all you need to know. And, and it wasn't like the Grammys weren't recognizing hip hop in 1994 because it were. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had a, they had a, uh, a, a tall, skinny kid um, by the name of uh, Fresh Prince, I believe. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so it's like, yeah. I think when you add, when you, when you can say, I'm a Grammy nominated artist, that adds to your price tag, you know, as far mm-hmm. as like if you're a producer or if you're a songwriter, Grammy nominated songwriter or a Grammy winning songwriter or Grammy winning producer. Yeah, it adds to your price tag. But when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, no, I mean, I could look at, it doesn't matter who wins that particular category. I I could punch holes in and find three or four albums that were better. Fun fact, guys, since both of you brought up Rhapsody, she is the very first artist whose song got broken down on this podcast. Wow. Can you believe it? Yeah, the very first one I did. Which song was that? uh, Layla's Wisdom. Okay, I got you know I did I haven't heard that podcast, but I'll go back and listen to it. Yeah. The episode number one because she sampled um, Nina Simone's "Young she Gifted did. and Black." She did. She did. Mm-hmm. She did. And she uh, sure did. love that album. As as a as a. And that was your first podcast. Yeah, that was episode number one. I got I got to go back, Doug. Yeah. I mean, Doug, you're on like seventy eight, so you know you got. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying. I just jumped on on like sixty. That's when I found Doug. Yeah. He, look, I'm sorry, guys. I I've, I've <laughs> literally unloaded the clip. All right, you know I gotta feed the streets. I'm gonna go back and listen to it on the real. Yeah, episode number one I will. was Rhapsody's Layla's Wisdom, and I did it because she did Young, Gifted, and Black, and as a son of an of a two educators. My dad uh, taught, teaches theology, and my mom is a retired African American high school history teacher. So guess what I was reading? Okay, we weren't we weren't watching fucking Jeopardy. No, we was watching Tavis Smiley's old ass. <laughs> all right, on PBS and watching Amistad and reading all the Martin Luther King, you know, quotes, Malcolm X and Nina Simone and Young Gifted and Black. Uh, Latest wisdom. I love that song. Um, I love the album, but you're right. I do believe Eve is a better album because mm-hmm. that when I dropped, when I started the podcast, the album came out that day. Okay. So, you know, it was just God's timing per se, <laughs> you know, but um, it's like I said, I think R&B as a whole has really been killing rap. <laughs> just in the... For a while, I think rap, 
obviously the the best year that rap had in a long time was 2018 when um drake dropped scorpion kanye did his whole good music releases and then you know drake and push was going at it we had our, our first actual rap beef in years and then travis scott came out with astro world and uh meek got out of jail you know it was just a great year but we knew that r&b was coming in the sense of her popping up you know her was getting some she was getting some real steam uh daniel caesar um who's coming up but then he got semi-canceled you know what i'm saying but it was like a new wave of r&b acts that were coming up from that time and they literally they haven't they haven't dropped the ball at all like um snow allegra's um last album those feels again i still i still jam that shit to this day you know ma mainly because it was executive produced by my favorite producer of all time no id but like it has been a non-stop roll with r&b and r&b killed it this year i'm sorry like i really waited long and hard for this big sean album just to go oh it was cool okay <laughs> you know it was, it was cool you know while her she's dropping singles after singles killing it mm -hmm. and so she's my favorite r&b artist in 2020 just for a simple fact that i've been breaking down a lot of songs from her and i've really been holding back on doing it there's two artists who I'm trying to make sure I don't show a genuine bias on this podcast in terms of breaking down their songs. It, it is her and J. Cole. So she's my favorite R&B artist of 2020. Jay, who's your favorite R&B artist of 2020? <laughs> <laughs> who, who, let's see, who do we think? Oh, man. Um, mm, Stephanie Mills. Well, right, Stephanie Mills, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hey. When I think about home. Woo. I know, right? Hey. Good. I um, love Stephanie. Come on now. Oh, shout out don't to get Stephanie. Me, woo, don't get me started with Stephanie Mills songs, because woof. Um, but of course, of course, my favorite artist of two thousand or R and B artist of 2020, 2020 would be Chloe and Halle, obviously. Mm -hmm. Her is definitely there. Um I mean, I know we're not giving a list, so I'm not going to go on and on yeah, and talk yeah, about yeah. R&B, but T Chloe and Halle definitely are my number one artists. They dropped an album earlier this year, and they've been doing their thing this whole year. I mean, um, a lot of people, I mean, they're new to a lot of people to like, you know, some of their long-term fans. We, you know, we've been listening to them for a while. But I just love that they're starting to get some of the accolades. I think in the industry, like industry heads know who they are, but like the masses, like as far as being on charts and like our, you know, consumers listen to them like they would anybody else, they're, they're new to those people. So for them, really funny being in quarantine is what's like kind of, I think, help propel them because people are at home. They don't have anything to do. So they right. are like watching this award show or watching this TV show and they're booking all these gigs. Every time something's coming on, they're on something, somebody's graduation, somebody's award show, someone's whatever. Um, and they're performing and, and really t showing out. It's not just like I'm sitting in my living room on my couch performing, like they turn their tennis court into a whole, you know, stage sound stage and they that's how they do a lot of their performances so i mean i appreciate their effort and i'm just happy that 
they're doing she, well, you know, they make money. They're not broke. They're not broke girls. Uh, like they, they're doing their thing. No. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that'd be my, my pick. Uh, uh, I have to piggyback on what you said, man. Her. Um, I, I, I haven't, <clears throat> there wasn't a lot of mood. Getting tongue tied. There wasn't a lot of music in 2020 that I was really like checking for. There wasn't really a lot of music that moved me. I found myself, uh, when I look at my Spotify list, of the albums that I listened to on repeat or whatever like that is stuff that, you know, came out either years ago or a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. things of that nature. But, um, cause I mean like the voodoo album made my list cool. and that was, you know, I did a podcast on it, but that was 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm still on that. I got part. it on vinyl, son. This is hard. <laughs> I need it on, I get vinyl. Um, but, uh, but yeah, her, like you said, she's, she's dropped a lot of singles. And I'm still waiting for her to drop something that I'm like, nah, that's okay. Oh, everything yeah. that she's dropped, I've liked. Yeah, like she really hasn't some missed. of the stuff that never. Yeah, the stuff she's been featured on. Um, you know, um, I, I've just loved, man. So her her voice is very soft, very melodic. Um, I've, I'm definitely been checking. Anytime I've seen that she has something out or you know collab with somebody, I've been checking for that. But she would hands down win my uh r&b uh category and i know y'all your audience can't see but i mean she's on my stand wall here <laughs> along with chloe and hallie is it i don't so, know i don't see a tlc do i where's the tlc you know, well hold, uh, I, how can i i ain't got uh -oh. tlc but if you can see okay i see her see that left eye okay. special edition okay. I see. Okay. supernova Ooh. but yeah okay I see you, Jay. Jay got only thing missing is the platinum plaques. Yeah, hey, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, look, I'm waiting for the gold record. Shit. <laughs> but you got to remember now, she is the fourth member of TLC. Mm -hmm. uh, if you heard the podcast that we yeah. did, she is the fourth member. So, yeah. All right, fair enough. So recognize. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me, let me think, let me get that into my. Yeah, recognize. Uh, fourth yeah. member. Mm hmm. There you go. You're sitting with royalty right now. Ooh. My queen. <laughs> <laughs> my queen, my queen. So, Kyle, you said you had Voodoo on your Spotify album list. So what was your most listened to album for this year? Uh, from the Spotify list? Yeah, or just in general. Uh, that's a good question. Um. I would say the most listened to album, <laughs> the most listened to album, uh, yeah, it was Voodoo. It was like Voodoo and um, May the Lord Watch, Little Brother. That came out last year. And it, you know what's you know what's crazy, Doug is like, and <laughs> I mean, Jay, you 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 know the same feeling. Like, twenty twenty has been such a stretch. It's been such a long ass year that. Yeah. You don't know, like, unless you know specific dates, you have to kind of look and see, like, okay, was this album last year or this year? Right. Because you really don't know. Because this year has been so damn long. I mean, it's almost been like five years in one year. You know, the pandemic yeah. started in March and everything kind of got condensed and everything, it's just kind of moved along so slow. So, um, but yeah, my, yeah, my two most listened to albums, um, actually probably three, it's probably like Illmatic, May the Lord watch and um, voodoo. 
in no particular order, but I, I do remember seeing those three at the top of the list. Mm. And Illadelf Half Life, that was four. So it's good. It's real good. My my guy. We 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 kick it at a cookout, all right? You know, I see that. We we'll see that, Jay. All right. Well, my my number one album is no surprise because they dropped this year. So obviously, oh, the ungodly hour um, <laughs> album by Chloe Halley, what came out. So I had to I had to stream it so they can get some get some streams, get some. Right. Get but some you ain't love, purchased so. it like a real one. I purchased it twice. Oh. Thank you very okay, much. Okay. I, pur- I purchased albums for the people that I love. So okay. her mm-hmm. her albums have been purchased. I don't just stream. I, I pur- if I can get it in hard copy, I would mm-hmm. I would want it. But not a lot of people. Well, I wouldn't say a lot, but there are some that just do digital. Yep. So you have to buy it on your phone. You know, on your mm-hmm. computer, on your phone, or whatever. But yeah, definitely ungodly hour, and. Um, I mean, if I had to pick another one that I also have streamed a lot um, or listened to a lot is Jade Nova. Um, her album came out earlier this year. Um, and one from 2019 is Nao. So those are probably oh. my top three albums that um, Saturn is the one that I yes. could not stop listening to, which came out in it really is weird that time the way time is because it doesn't seem like 2018 i feel like it just came out last year yeah but no that was two years ago when it when it came out but yeah i, I still listen to uh her song uh bad blood it's like one of my favorite songs ever such a good song yeah that's from her first album too. yeah i still listen to that such a good artist yeah really 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 good yeah, she's she's really dope that's so another he- artist that i wish would get some more love yeah. Um, so if you could, Jay, mm-hmm. pick one song that you know that you've been listening to all year off of that, off of whatever you use, Spotify or title. Well, the, I was using Google Play. Whoa. But, man. you know, that got, because that came with my phone. So that got canceled. So it I sure had to did. split the rest of my year between <laughs> uh, YouTube music. Title and Spotify. Actually, Spotify. I can't really listen to music because I don't pay for it. So mm-hmm. um, it's between that. So a lot of my lists okay. aren't really current. So, so but my most listened to song this year, man, this year is crazy. Well, here, here it is on title. My number one most listened to song is "Do It." streaming party on youtube music my number one listen to um song was um a moment by riley which okay. amber riley is her name but she goes by riley now but i'm ready to fight i'm ready to see what's on the other side i'm ready to cry and just let it be Just 
Such a good song. Such a good song. I'm getting the sense Such of your taste. Such a good EP. Oh, I'm a slow jam mm-hmm. at heart. Mm-hmm. Light a candle. Go on, girl. <laughs> light a candle, light some incense, turn the lights down, and just have a glass of wine and, and just vibe out. For sure. Mm. That's where I live. What about you, Kyle? All right, so I'm listening to my joints on Spotify, right? So Spotify actually uh, curates a playlist of the songs that you listen to the most. So um, it's a bunch. I, I it doesn't tell you which song that you listen to the most. At least not this list that I'm looking at. Um, so I'm gonna give you a old. I'm gonna give you two songs. I'm gonna give you an old joint and a new joint from this year. Um, the old joint that always probably gonna come up. Um, it's from the Brown Sugar album, uh, D'Angelo's Smooth. some point i will learn to play the piano uh and learn how to play that on the piano and once i do that i'm, I'm good i ain't gotta do nothing oh else. man kyle that's, that's all i got do. like that don't hurt him like that that's all I, that, jay that's all i want to do i i actually have a piano in my house and i and i never touch the kids on it the kids on the piano i never touch it but i'm going to learn how to play that song and once i do i might throw the piano out the house i don't even care <laughs> I, I don't need it i don't need it <laughs> But yeah, smooth from D'Angelo. That's my joint. Um, this year, another song that uh, that I played a lot was Cat. You mentioned Doug. Um, actually, he was on this joint. Um, it was Royce's "Upside Down" with Benny the Butcher. Why the gay niggas trying to fuck the straight niggas that's trying to fuck the gay bitches that look just like the straight niggas? Why the straight niggas that the gay bitches trying to look just like, trying to look just like the gay niggas? I must look just like the grave diggers. You think you the people's champ because people playing your single. But I don't think that you should keep playing with me though. Cause every time I squeeze a damn threefold, that's the Reaper playing bingo. That's a kilogram wrapped up on a Peter Pan Prevost. Whoever think I'm here to make some corny ass radio man i remember i saw the video before i saw it before i heard this before the album came out i think and um much like you doug i, I was very impressed with benny's year um i mean oh, you you touched on something too about benny like he's one of the one of the things that i appreciate about listening to benny is that he still sounds like he's trying to get a deal like he's all them times you gave him your best, got you complicating your stress. Cash rules, your last move, got him contemplating your next. 
I'm the one behind the wheel when them conversations go left. I need violence. But she wireless, I'm okay with a tech. What's the difference from a nigga who lived it and storytellers? Of course we fellin'. Sold a brick wider than Tory spelling. War with killers, nobody on my block was poured in us. I put a fork in a pot and got a euphoric feeling. Huh. Young heathens clap tools of a VVS Jews. White kids put heaters at school on the CBS news. Became a legend for the skeptics who ain't believe me that dude. And for mornings, I never ate unless they feed me at school. Uh huh. Serving out pots, had me turning out blocks. It's Griselda, nigga. You know we the firm without Fox. Everything about time. Like he's, he reminds me so, him and, and just the rest of the Griselda cats, Conway and uh, Westside, they remind me of like those early 90s cats that I used to listen to when I was in college that were just struggling. Trying, they were just rhyming about whatever they could rhyme about, but they were they were hungry. And um, but I love this joint, man, with him and Royce uh, upside down. So that was probably uh, one of the most popular songs that I listened to this year, uh, mm-hmm. coming out this that came out in, uh, in twenty twenty. Two things, Kyle. One, I want to learn how to play the guitar just because off of D'Angelo. You hear me? I want to learn how to play. Unto, unto, how does it feel? I, if I if Man, it'll be over. It'll be over. <laughs> it'll be over. And um, second thing is Royce and Benny obviously gave the best freestyles of the year. You know, uh, when Royce freestyled um, out in L.A., he he exuded so much confidence. You a fan of ours or you not a fan of art? I'm a dog balling for Los Angeles broads. My cannon bark, jamming spark. Edit talk. Skip. Hold up. Skip. Man, this bitch sounding like Shannon Sharp. Don't get your soul thrown to this. And Benny, he literally gave my favorite bar of the whole year. Sorry, kids. Watch out. Um, during his freestyle we did with Charlie Sloth, who I watch religiously, where he said, You gotta be careful. These hoes think they fancy. I just want my dick sucked. She wanna start a family. How do you even come up with that? He's not even giving you some lyrical, you know, double metaphor, triple entendre. He's just saying, like, yo, I'm just trying to get I'm trying to get mine. You wanna start a family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so uh I you know, I'm looking on my title playlist. And I'm seeing, oh, man, that girl really messed up my list, man. I promise you, she did. Y'all know, y- y'all know about my title playlist and how and how my title has been just completely jacked and ruined, Kyle. Yes. yes. So literally, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and I still see ape shit on the top. I still see ape shit. I still see Ariana Grande. I still see Anita. And I'm not saying I don't like, you know, Ariana Grande, you know, and Anita. And I'm a member of the Beehive. But, like, come on, son. You know what I'm saying? Not like, the Beehive. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's real. <sighs> I, I, can't, I can't help no you. He's a proud Beehiver. I, no I, comments. Man, oh, yeah, I was about to say, you keep your comments to yourself, <laughs> please. I mean, I, that, that's a rabbit hole. We can go down somewhere. Yeah, because cause I will... Cause I, cause I will open up the hive, and then that'll be on you, son. But I broke down this song earlier uh, with Justin Uzuka and Mahalia, "No One But You." Um, that's one. But sometimes by her, it's my absolute. Okay. Shit. Oh. 
you know. In your feelings. Oh, come on now. Cause sometimes shit don't go your way. Sometimes. And sometimes you gon' have those days. Yeah. And sometimes you feel out of place. You can't promise me it'll be the same. Cause sometimes change. Yeah, 100% in my feelings. You better fucking believe it. Who am I? You know? So, Jay, was an underrated album that came out this year? Underrated. I'm going to stick If you say Ungodly Hour. No. no. <laughs> First of all, you ask my opinion. So I can say what Ungodly I Hour. Ungodly Hour. Ungodly Hour. You can't tell her what her opinion should be. Oh, right. Excuse me. I'm sorry, my queen. But it's not that. It's not that. I'm gonna say uh, Jade Nova's Stages album um, that came out earlier this year. Not. You got what I like. You were such a vibe. You just might be my type. Yeah. Is you even real? Tell me what's your deal. Can I have you over for a life? Let's go higher, right here. Not a lot of people even know about Jade, um, but she's super talented and it kind of sucked the way she dropped her album right before, you know, the Rona hit really big. She had a tour she was getting ready to start. Um, I had bought the tickets and then pretty much the three or four days before the tour was supposed to start, that's when they shut everything down. So she never got to tour. She tried to do a lot of like IG concerts, but it just really wasn't picking up steam. She's an independent um, artist, so she doesn't really have a machine of people to like promote her stuff and push her stuff. So, I mean, I feel like it just never took off. It's a super good album, just no one is probably like the best kept secret as far as I'm concerned with, um, as far as R&B. So, Jade Nova Stages album, super underrated, but very, very good. Hmm. Kyle? Uh, this was very easy. Um, Lyric Jones. Oh, then they appear. Who you know fresher than Jones? Riddle me that. Rare for me to play second fiddle. Give me some room to wiggle. It's more than scribbling raps. Little by little, I start chiseling back. Things closer than what they might appear. No maps. Fuck stressing over these stats on numerous apps. No boost, spa, body scrub, turmeric rap. Lamping out in Cabo. Uh, 
Jay, you said you 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 like lyricism. Let me recommend Lyric Jones. Okay. She can spit and she can sing. Dope as hell. I I'd heard her name before and I may have heard a song or two, but I had no idea. And my boy put me on, he's like, yo, you heard that Lyric Jones? Yeah, I was like, nah. He was like, check it. And let me know what you think. And the album, I think it's probably like 24, 25 minutes long. It's not long. It's only like six or seven songs. But it is dope as hell. It's a real easy listen. Again, she can, she's got bars. So it's not like, so she, I don't want to say she reminds me of Rhapsody, but she's one of those women who, she's going to, she's more focused on telling you about how nice she or letting you see how nice she is as opposed to you know about how she looks and twerking and all of that stuff like that i mean you know if you want to twerk that's fine but like you guys were talking about megan earlier mm-hmm. um you know that's my beef with i, I don't want to say beef but that's my issue with megan if you will because oh so we so you agree you we agree what agree on with? meg yeah she can rap yeah, but you know, I mean, if if your ass out, honestly, <laughs> yes, I, what what I, what I want to hear you for? But I'm now, gonna take he, you serious. But but let me let me and let me just kind of add to that. I'm from a different era, right? Ooh, cut so, from a different cloth. I, different cloth, man. We were when I came up, we we listened to lyrics, so lyrics matter to me. I don't give a damn about your beat. If you got a dope beat, yeah, I'll bob my head to it. But a lot of times, you know, we, we talk and we hear people talk about music and the first, oh, man, that beat was tight. I don't give a fuck about your beat. I, if, if you can rhyme, that's what right. matters to me. So Meg can rhyme. Oh, don't get me wrong. She can rap. But when you're twerking and you're rapping, people not going to pay attention to what you're rapping about. And you only have a small shelf life to be fine and thinking whatever the you know whatever the ig status is for the week you know you, you have a short shelf life for that because there's always going to be another lady that's going to come along that's going to be fine or be thicker or be twerking better whatever the case may be right so but no she can rap she can rap but getting back to um lyric definitely check her out jay definitely check, okay. check her out i think lyric jones closer than they appear very very dope album blew me away and that that was <laughs> and it i think it came out like a couple of months ago and that was one that made my spotify playlist because i kept playing it so okay yeah definitely lyric jump. okay so i have two i know i'll be asking for one but i really have two go ahead um first one is the Loxus new album that came out this okay year. okay somebody slip me your mickey a dust in my royal cone can't see straight and i can't feel my jawbone can't find my phone so i can't even call home damn heard a nigga said he was bugging where she eat your jay to kiss a cousin which one of them niggas could come get him Cause homie set him up and you know that he gon' wet him Don't know where I'm at or why I'm there or what the fuck I was doing My memory is ruined If I blacked out that seems awkward I feel nauseous, I'm usually so cautious Searching for something that's familiar But then I smell haze from familiar I guess I'm on Dykeman and the Heights Then I heard Nutcracker and Viking and Ice It was the plugs right here, fuck the 
gun, but woke up in the big white van. That niggas just kidnapped the kid. He told me, hell yeah, boy, you know what it is. I know where you live, I'ma bring you to the crib. If you don't get the money up, I'ma kill your kids. Told the nigga I just moved. He hit me with the gun again, I know it's gonna bruise. Damn, came in the house, took off my shoes. Put my feet up, grabbed the remote, turned on the news. Cheese doodles, ramen noodles, toasted strudels. I'm high, nigga about to make pancakes. How should I just go to sleep when the styles come? He taking too long, we supposed to do what you I really, I, Jada Kiss is in my top five, so literally that's all I have to say, you know, the list changes all the time, but Kiss will always stay right there for me, and whenever I get all three of the locks, and the, the album that they came out with in 2016, I was so disappointed in, but god damn, man, they picked it right back up, they had Large Professor, you know, producing, DJ Premier, I was just like, oh, this is great, but nobody's going to listen to this because it's pandemic and, you know, but if we're going to talk about unknown artists or artists that you've never heard, it's an artist who goes by the name of Shay North. It's for my hustlers. Yeah. Look, raising hell, but the shit that I'm rhyming was heaven sent. When broken, bounce back. I've been grinding out ever since. Wise and intelligent. I could rob a village while asleep. Even if I was blind with an elephant. Crime was like medicine. I watched niggas face a dub with a racist judge. They still gave him time with no evidence. Gotta admit that lifestyle is what fed the kids. Sorry for the miscalls and kites that I never sent. Too much on my plate. You might choke if you try it. Bit off more than I can chew, so now my goal is to diet. Result of my aggression, I had to grow up in violence. Money talks could turn your life into a moment of silence. I control and decide it. Keep your focus on grinding. A long road to redemption that I drove with no license. It's a jungle that's controlled by the sirens. But the hunter gonna be the hero until the story's told by the lion. To Influence dozens grew from struggling. All we knew was hustling. Fiends missing teeth. Always looking like they chewing something. I've been stressed out lately. I got a bad tip with people. In a bad mood, just turn into a happy I have not heard somebody spit like this. Oh, God. Especially a female with the raw and grittiness. Like, really gritty. Probably since Kim. Uh, Lil' Kim. And uh, I would even say mixtape Nicki Minaj, you know, because that's a Nicki I fell in love with. And her album, she did it with Apollo Brown. It's called As God Intended. And I think she's an artist who is super underrated. And this album is super underrated in general. I, I'm here for every single thing that she has to offer and the simple fact that she's from Buffalo and not aligning herself with Griselda yet. We don't know, but the fact that she's doing it on her own and linking it up with other people, I have to give it up to her. And I feel like people are sleeping on this album because these, there are times, especially now these albums are flying off the shelf. Music is flying off the shelf 
and it's really hard to keep up with, you know. And 2019, I was probably listening to nonstop Snow Allegra in Mahalia. And it wasn't until March when I found out about that white boy named Alan Stone. Let me tell you something. If y'all know about Alan Stone, white boy got sold, white boy got sold, white boy got sold, white boy got sold. And I'm not into this whole uh, blue-eyed soul wave because I feel like they're all culture vultures at the end of the day. But this guy, I can't deny his talent. I can't deny his skill. And he actually pays homage to the people who has come before him. Because a lot of people, because, you know, a lot of these white rappers, white R&B artists will sound like us, but won't give us the credit, um, i.e. Macklemore, you know. Um, but he did it. And his album, Building Balance, literally came out towards the end of 2019. And I can't stop playing this shit all the time. He's, he's literally like a mix between just Soul and Stevie Wonder. Like, Hold It Down, Sweaters, Miscommunicate. You know an album is good when you're waiting to turn it off and then you realize you're on track number 10 <laughs> out of nowhere. That's how you know that you got a good album on your hands. So Alan Stone, Building Balance, is an album that I definitely, definitely slept on. What about you, Kyle? As far as uh, this the albums that this year? Oh, not this year, but just like, you know, in the past two years that you were listening to now, you know, because like you said, we've been listening back to like older music because nothing new has really come out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd probably still have to go back to, uh, as far as hip hop, Little Brother. Um, their album, their listening. new album came out this year, right? No, it was 2019. Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, black skin, black faces, black people make black magic. So pay me every fucking diamond, add taxes. Cop a field in a room full of brass tactics I've been about that work, boy, I've been ass-capping You lying about your bread, nigga, you ass-capping You really about that life or you just hashtagging I'm still bumping that album um, I found, in late 2019, I found um, Alex Isley Ah! Be honest, I, you guys, I, I, I don't even remember where or how I found her. 
but I found um, her album and I just, I was like, blown. I was like, yo, who is this? Like, who is this sounding like this? And then I started, I don't know if it was, she did a, she didn't do a tiny desk. She did something on YouTube or something like that. And I was hooked. So after that, I went back and listened to all her stuff from mixtape and stuff like that. Um, those are probably the two that stand out and her as well. Um, from 2019 that I slept on that, you know, you know, still bumping to this day from, you know, a year or so ago, two years ago. Mm, yeah. I got put on the Alex Isley, uh, when, uh, PJ, uh, Morton, uh, did his, uh, live album. And, uh, okay. She sang, uh, with him. And I was just like, yo, who is this? And then we belong. that she's an actual Isley and I was like oh god right. it's, it's royalty at this point she's dope she's what, dope check wow. out Alex Isley yeah you, you, you ever heard of Alex Isley Jay I haven't but I'm I'm going to after oh, tonight yeah listen to it she, man she I get it I'm in my little bubble sometimes of we music, all are so music it just doesn't yeah work. yeah that's no. why I like talking to people like you because you can put me on to yeah. you know different things that maybe I wouldn't think yeah of. Alex Isley um She's it. I'll just say that she's mm -hmm. it. And I stumbled on her to her on accident because um, that's usually how it happens. Yeah, mm -hmm. I stumbled to her on accident because when PJ came out with his last album, PJ Morton, he came out with his album last year and then he did another live album and he did How Deep Is Your Love? And, you know, that's like my shit shit <laughs> shit because that is the second song that i've broken down on this podcast song episode number two and the original version has my girl yebba on there but alex isley sang on it and jesus you know you know somebody good when you get goosebumps you know in your arms yeah. you know yeah. yeah definitely straight up straight up 100 percent goosebumps what about you jay was there an album that you like slept on and that you realized like oh man damn this shit is actually fire why well, haven't i listened to this beforehand for sure before i say that i i forget about tony braxton dropping an album this year she that's sure did didn't she that's probably that's actually my number two most listened to album i don't know how i missed it i just happened to look at my list i was just listening to that whole thing today that is a great album dope tony still got it but anyway she, she my, never uh, left, man. Mm -mm. My um, a person I slept on an album I slept on will have to be Victoria Monet, mm. her um Jaguar album that came out this year. I wanna see what your head came like. Do you know what you're doing? Is your neck game tight? Do you know how to use it? Have a long conversation with me. Because I've heard about her, but I've never really. It's like one of those things you hear somebody's name, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. 
but I too many people kept telling me about her album so I was like let me let me just listen to it because we'll see how I feel about it and the fact that I kept playing it over and over and over and over again I love this the is sonically pleasing yes. to my ear. Like yes. I can't really describe. I kind of like those ethereal type of out of this world kind of kind of mus musicality in songs. She has that, but it also has an old school feel and it's kind of funky, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's a great singer. She has songs my baby inside her. <laughs> really? Oh, so you're the dad? I was wondering. Congratulations. Congratulations for that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, you know, I got another one too. I'm sorry, G. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Um, that's it, Victoria. Um, I can't say it was a, sl a slept on album, but an album that surprised me not surprised it didn't surprise me because i didn't think he was capable of it but i didn't know i was like damn he did it again freddie gibbs the revolution is the genocide yep. Your execution will be televised Don't cross me like Isaiah, that shit be ill-advised Dark horse rap black sheep, they got me vilified Castrated niggas in they feelings on Gangsta Gibbs, I was just about to say that Freddie Gibbs, man um, Alfredo I was like, damn, he did it again Like, <laughs> He hasn't missed either, really He hasn't, he hasn't And for as much as hip hop heads know him, I don't think he's known on the on the biggest. You know, another album. I think I think he was nominated for. Grammy yes, not Grammy nominated. Yes. Um. Now he probably should win. I could make a case for him winning. Mm -hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, this this uh this um, Alfredo album is incredible. It's it's one that I still play, and for me that's hard sometimes because. A lot of times these albums will come out and you'll be like, you'll hear it like the first couple of times. Oh, damn, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And you never go back to it. But when you can keep going back, that's what makes albums great because you can go back and hear something different. And um, that was one of them. That was one of the albums this year that I really enjoyed listening and still listen to now. Yeah. I ain't going to lie, though. Um, I'm a huge Mad Lib fan, so I really still love man. that Bandana album that he did last man, year. Bandana was cold. Bandana was cold, I, man. That's I, why thought, I was like, I was surprised. Yeah, same here, because I thought that album was going to get, uh, Bandana was going to get nominated, because I was just like, the instrument, you know, just like the beats, the rapping, mm -hmm. he, he got another great verse from Push. I'm like, yo, this is... This is the album of the year, but it wasn't even nominated. And then there we go again with the validation from the white man. I know, guys, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nope. Alfredo's good, um, mainly because Alchemist is like literally Freddie Gibbs works with all of my favorite uh, producers, you know, and. <laughs> I love Alchemist, and he's a literally a white guy from Malibu, California. <laughs> but he is giving us some great prodigy songs. Some, oh god, I, I love I love any and everything that Alchemist touches. So good choice, good good choice. Now we get to what this podcast is really about, niggas.
not yet, not yet. This is just part one of the year end wrap up. Stay tuned next week where we actually get into the breakdown. Where me, J-Bug, and 12 Kyle, we break down a classic song that changed hip hop. In the meantime, in between time, stay safe out there. Happy holidays. Remember y'all, remember, remember. Stay safe, cause you're not invincible. In the meantime, in between time, I'll see y'all next week, right before the new year starts. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, peace and love. My name is Doug.